What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Mommy. Talk Up. Mommy! Mommy! Mom! 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 Mama! 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 Ma! 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 Lois! 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 What? Hi. <laughs> Alright guys, so um today I have a uh, Stewie Griffin with me in the studio today replacing Lance. Um, mm, yes, it's good to be here today. That wasn't your cue to talk, Stewie. So what the deuce? <laughs> that's that's funny you used to say that. Um so I think what's on everybody's mind, Stewie, is the fact that you've stayed one year old for like what, twenty years? Yes, yes, I've discovered the aging cream. It's 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 um it's something to make sure that I never age ever <laughs> again. All right, okay. So um, you know, you start on a hit show, you well you're still starring, you're making money. Yes, um, yes. so we wanna know with your character Zoe, why did you stop wanting to kill Lois? Or why did you want to kill her in the first place? You know, Keys, that's a very excellent question. Alright. You know, the the fact is it's not that I so much wanted to kill her. It's just that I don't want her to be alive anymore. You know, I... That's not... Uh, anyway, but... Okay, story. Love it. Perfect. Great. We're doing good. We're doing good. Couple more seconds. Um, So, you love her now. You know, you love her. Yes. That's amazing. It's, it's the love-hate thing, but you have to understand, Keys. Uh-huh. I came from the womb of this woman. Yes. And... It was ruined when I came out of her vagina. Yeah, Kristen and I'm on it. You let us all know. That's amazing. I'm glad that you guys could still be a family. Yeah, so all right. Apparently that, that's a bit fascinating for you, isn't it? Yeah. Well, mm. anyway, that's all the time that we have for the interview. So you've done great. So I, I normally say roll intro, but I want you to do that, Anna. You know, you're my special guest. So. Well, all right then. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of Lance and Keys, roll intro. <laughs> All right, guys, so we are back with another episode. This is episode 36, right, Lance? 36. <laughs> you asking me if it's right, bro. <laughs> Make sure I got that right. <laughs> um, I want to send out a quick disclaimer, guys. I have my son with us um, in the studio, so, you know, yeah. You know how it is. Our lives are ruined now. There's only <laughs> a bunch of noise. I can't edit that out. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah that's a disclaimer. We're going to have fun today. Um, how's your week been, my brother? I'm here, Keo. Let that sink in. Was I not supposed to be out of the country this yeah. week? Yeah. Supposed to be on vacation right now. Exactly. I'm supposed to be doing 14 days of quarantine outside the six. Well, you know, plans go awry. But hey. Welcome to the Bahamas. That's life, man. That's life. Man, oh How about man. you? How about you? Uh, how's your week been? Well, it's been perfectly splendid. Splendid? Yeah, perfectly splendid. How about that? <laughs> I bet. I like the way which you said splendid. Perfectly splendid. Indeed. So, perfectly uh, splendid. <laughs> Just I want to throw a quick, couple quick things out there before we get into the main topics. You know, our boy John Cena got married over the week. You lie! <laughs> no, boy, you serious? Yeah. Get out. Get out. John Cena. 
And and the, and the chick with the dark hair? Yep. Get out of here. Yeah, they tied the knot. But they just started dating, though. Hey, when you're ready, you're ready. Don't have to be a time limit. Wait, but what about him? Oh, wow. How long was he and Nikki dating, though? Who worries about that? Wow. Yeah, he is, his wife is Shay Shariah. Can't pronounce her last name. Forget. Well, Shay Cena. I was just about to say, Shay like, Cena. yo, what is that hard to do it? And her name is Shay Cena. <laughs> I'm on yeah, Congratulations, guys. Congratulations, champ. Congratulations, Mrs. Champ. Didn't say champ. Yo, first of all, the champ will always be the champ. Yeah, who am I getting? I love you, John. We love you, John Cena. Um, what else happened? There's something else that I was supposed to say, Lance. Um, um, while you look for that, you know there was a fake report going around that Dustin Diamond, aka yeah, Screech, they they were sending out a, a fake report saying that he died in a prison riot. Yeah, uh, he's not dead. No. No, that's false. That's fake news. Fake news, people. Stop spreading it. Hey, shout out to that nigga Donald Trump, yo. Fake news. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where did the virus come from? China. It <laughs> came from China. There's many forms of corona. <laughs> corona is a word from it- Italy. It, co- it comes from Italy. It's Italian. But this COVID-19 came from China. All right, what? <laughs> Therefore, it'll be called the China virus. Look, I mean, come on. I had it. And look at me. I'm fine. They said my son had it. And three days later, who knew? He didn't even know that he had it. Melania's doing fine. Open back up the schools. Thank you, Mr. Trump. (laughs) Gotta love that guy, man. You gotta love him. Donald Trump, ladies and gentlemen. Trump, okay, interesting. Um, I gave him. I gave him the N word pass, bro. He invited to the barbecue. I think he's been saying it long before we gave him the pass. But <laughs> <laughs> <it's> whatever, my <laughs> nigga. No introductions needed. Yeah, Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Donald Jose Trump. <laughs> Daddy Mark boy. Um. So another another piece of news. Um. You know, you heard. You know, unemployment benefit. It's been decreased to like $100 a week now. A lot of people... Bro, hold on. First, before we even touch on that, right? Because I'm, I'm actually looking for a story that I wanted to talk to you about. Okay. Right? But before we even get to that, let me let me address this right quick. $100 a week. First of all, y'all out of mind starting there for like, what, $14? For how much hours? For a $14 check. $100? Like, wait... Listen to me, baby. And then y'all wondering why crime rising. Let me let me let me let me educate you in case you didn't know. Niggas is hungry. Alright? Fathers is hungry. And the mothers and the children looking. Looking, keys. They looking to daddy and husband or baby daddy or boyfriend to provide. Or yeah. king. Whichever title you hold in your household. Yeah. Bars. Write that down later. Whichever title you hold in your household, they look into you as the male, as the head to provide. And they're like, what's going on, blood? Mm-hmm. But, you know, a couple of my homegirls literally came to me and they was like, um, they want to start a OnlyFans page. Whatever they got to do to survive. That's where it is. They ain't been to work from since March, blood. And this, this national insurance nonsense, they still waiting to receive it. One of my brethren right now still waiting to receive his. They ain't got it yet from April. All right, play around. I mean, let me let me let me look for the story I was looking for. I 
See, see, if I speak on this, it's going to go deeper. FYI, ladies and gentlemen, since you're airing this today, it's only fair for me to drop the bomb. Kids, can they drop the bomb on them? Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, the talk been going around for a minute that, you know, the 23rd coming might be a seven-day lockdown. Yes. You know, now, I, I spoke to, you know, an anonymous source, but just know that he's a politician as well. Um... And for the sake of this, I'll, I'll remain I'll remain him nameless. I, that was terrible English. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, he said he's been investigated for two days, but him being in his position, he could try to find stuff out. He, he, but however, within the last two days, he heard nothing. Oh, that's good. That's not good because he switched, he switched his position due to this 40-year-old doing what he was doing. You know what I mean? So I can't knock him for that. Found your story? No, I was just listening to your son over there sound like a rabbit eating <laughs> Cheetos. <laughs> I tell you, my um, my nephews, aka my sons, they got a rabbit down there in Canada. I remember saying that the, the, the bunny be chewing up on everything, bro. That's what bunnies do, and I'm quick sex. She's pissed off with the bunny, so I'm like, when I get there, I'm gonna use my agricultural <laughs> skills, and I'm gonna cook that bunny. And she's like, oh, the boys, they'll never forgive you. I'd be like, yeah, they'll get over it, though. <laughs> I'm not a monster. Okay. I'm not a monster. Okay. I got a quick fun fact. Did you know, fuck? You ready? Oh, boy. So in 2006, the German state of North Rhine, Westphalia, don't know if I pronounced that right, began hiring prostitutes as nursing home caregivers. In an attempt to get sex trade workers off the streets and into the widely understaffed nursing home industry, they offered dozens of prostitutes the chance to train for a new career. The program coordinator said the use of prostitutes was an obvious move. They have good people skills, aren't easily disgusted, and have zero fear of physical contact. Maybe we should do that here in the Bahamas. Um, prostitute is such a, a disgusting word. Yeah, well. I'm not going to call them prostitutes. Why? They don't care. It's one of the oldest professions, bro. Well, here's the thing, right? Because when you say it in today's day and age, it's it's kind of frowned upon. Yeah, bro, it's prostitute. It's a word in the dictionary. Well, I'm, I'm going to call him a, a masseuse. Nah, <laughs> what? A masseuse? Yeah. Nah, that's offensive to actual masseuse. Well, they love down on your body and they do things to certain parts of your body, nah. so. <laughs> no, that's not nice. I, I, I was anything about being nice. I was being real. Anyway, you find your story so we can get a started. A prostitute is someone who loves you no matter who you are. You find your story you so we can get started. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it's in regards to Thailand, but I haven't found it yet. What's, what's up with you? Oh, well, I found it. Hey, so, let's go. Guys, if you don't know, there's been um, some civil unrest in Thailand. I'm going to read an excerpt from BBC.com. Uh, BBC sucks. <laughs> so the headline reads, Thai protests. Tens of thousands gather again in mass defiance of government. What we should do in the Bahamas. But anyway. No balls. <laughs> tens of thousands of pro-democracy protesters, protesters gathered again in the Thai capital, Bangkok, on Thursday. And mass defiance of the government, which had issued a decree banning demonstrations. The protester chaired and challenged. Pause that right quick, okay, right now. What's up? Okay. My bad. I don't even mean to interrupt you, dog. No, I'm sorry. But why is it? Please, someone explain to me, dog. He just threw his cell phone. Why is it that any time people use their. 
die. You can't be and like Uncle Lana. He just threw his chip box thing. I don't want to influence the masses in this regard. <laughs> wow. You cannot. You cannot, after letting the people know that it's their constitutional rights, that, you oh, they, they can't do it. And then when they do it on a peaceful manner, you want to arrest them and you want to hit on them and beat them? Bro, listen to me, baby. Listen to me. What is freedom if it's not free? Ah, what is freedom? See, that's the, that's the nonsense, right? Now, I love the fact that we're in the age of protesting, right? However, I will continuously say the time for talking, and that's all protesting is, is done. I guess the idea of demonstrating is, okay, hey, cool. You know, we demonstrate how many can come together for a common cause. The numbers can be great if we do it. That's a nice demonstration. Now, what do we do with those numbers? Rip down the establishment board by board. You know what I'm saying? So... This, this peaceful thing, bro, it's obvious they ain't being peaceful with us. And I'll say it in my own line. It's more of us than it is the Royal Bahamas Police and Defense Force. Sorry, not sorry. Don't come around me telling me one thing and trying to put John's me. I'll flip your bus over. Ain't nothing happening, bro. Like, le legit. Bayman's really don't understand the power that they have. People around the world really don't understand the power that they have. But certain mind them right now in Georgia, you think... Any cops could pull up on them when they demonstrate and talk, but oh, y'all can't protest ya? Yeah? When everybody parking heat? And I ain't talking about no lightweight, bro. I talking like major pain type of, you know? Yeah. So, to me, that's a protest. Listen, we here, now we bought that action. Now what? That's a protest. That's demonstration right there. Demonstrate that. That's what we need to start demonstrating. All that coming together just to talk and scream one message over and over and over. No, no, we won't go. Kind of ordeal. That, that ain't that ain't it no more. Yeah. So yeah, guys. Um, let's uh, let's spread awareness. First thing about the situation in Thailand. Uh, hopefully these people get some help. Um, get some help from who? I have no idea. Who helping them? Huh? I have no a idea. A corrupted king who was who was normally not in his country all the time. This boy, did he not just pop up from Germany not so long ago? How you get there, bro? How you get there? Well, you know, the wealthy and the elite don't care about the oppressions of the poor. Boy, listen. Unfortunately. Mama, please pray for me because I'm about to go on a ride for the people that suffer. <sighs> boy, oh boy, oh boy. I had to watching our babies go through keys, and these people just and all, all the all these all these people in power doing is just dropping rules, telling you what not to do. Tell me what I can do, bro. So all you telling me is what not to do. You realize that? That's all that's been happening from March go down. You cannot do this. You cannot do that. You cannot cannot. All the answers cannot. Gotta be kidding me. Yeah, man, them uh, dudes in Thailand, they had the uh, they had the people snatching protesters off the streets. I think there was open fire, opening fire on unarmed civilians and things too. So it's a chaotic situation down there. Thankfully, we don't have no police opening fire over here. But you think they stupid? 
They're sending me, baby. They're sending me. Bahamians been weak on their protest game. Right? Call a spade a spade. But let these dudes try some. Wait. Listen to me. The Royal Bombers. Sorry, ain't nothing royal about the Royal Bombers Police Force. The police force over here, they know how far to go, no. They know where to kick, your, kick off and carry on stooping, no. From after they get run out the village, out of Nassau village, they never practice no dumbness ever again, you know. <laughs> you remember that? I was a kid, bro. My brother was in Nassau village when I was going on. My mom was scared for her life. Because you know that that's that's her son. Yeah. And we right here on Soldier Road looking at the lights way down there and all we get. Bah, 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 Sounding like a designer concert. Right, bro. Yes, gotta say. <laughs> that, 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 that's what it is. Oh man. Nuts, man. Shoot. <clears throat> yeah, I was talking to one of my uh, friends. About to get on water, bro. Yeah, have fun. Take care, man. <laughs> Keep talking. Yeah, I was talking to one of my friends and um you know, we was talking about the situation in Bahamas, lockdowns and curfew or whatever. And she was saying, like, she don't mind, but she just, she's scared to get locked up. And, you know, I understood. I understood a fear of not wanting to get locked up. Um, and I said, that's that's going to always be our downfall. Not having that fear, but the fact that we ain't have enough people coming together. We may have a hundred people ain't going to do nothing. We need, like, just like House Island of tens of thousands of people, we need tens of thousands of people flooding our streets. Yep. That can eradicate our fear getting locked up. That can eradicate our fear the police or the government or whatever. And it ain't enough for them to take us, bro. Bro. You flood all them when they move, they can get parry. They can get parry and they can run. Yeah. So, I was saying, too, like, bro, I can't even get mad at the government no more about the things they doing because they see a donkey and they ride the donkey. Because we ain't... You better believe it. We ain't, we, ain't let, we ain't changing nothing. You better believe it, bro. Wait, and also middle finger to the government too, just just just, just for doing it one, one time for the one time. We ain't even supposed to be talking about them, but yeah, frick y'all, I just catch myself. But one time for the one time, still. <laughs> Keith, let me teach you something, right? Okay. Take this in, bro. Yes, sir. About to bring some science, bro. All right. Bring the science down so hard, right? All right. This supposed lockdown mm-hmm. was supposed to be coming from this incompetent bozo, right? Yes. Twenty third. Yeah. Ending in seven days. What's that seven day gonna be what? The thirty first? Somewhere around there. What you want? All right. Me? Now what's supposed to be happening um November? November uh is supposed to be um they opening up for all hotels, correct? Well, all hotels won't be open, but the borders will be open for tourists to come to. There you go, baby. Borders will be open for the tourists to come through. Yeah. Huh. Kids. Don't this sound like July to you? All over again. <laughs> All over Same again. cycle. Same cycle. Yes. No plan. No structure. Tell people I saw this movie before. Bro. And the thing is, but like, they ain't tell no one how to take care of themselves yet. They ain't tell no one to say, okay, hey, you know, it's the Ministry of Health. You know, load up yourself with vitamin C, vitamin D. Get lots of sun. Get lots of sun. Get it early in the morning, get it, and get it in the evening. They ain't telling us none of this, you know. They ain't telling us none of this. They ain't telling us, you know, make sure have your hot water and thing. You know, your or your room temperature water. 
They ain't telling us to, you know, subtract back on fat food because that stuff is bad for you. Listen to me. For those of you that don't know, COVID is very easy to beat. Shout out to the Americans that's living free. What? America never looks so attractive. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's this, this. Kids, what are we talking about today? I, you, you, you know I could run on about this forever, dog. All right, let's go, guys. <clears throat> Lance. Oh, my goodness. Do you know what a near-death experience is? I've had a few. Oh, that's interesting. Um, so for the people that don't know what a near-death experience is, I will go to Google, and I will tell you guys what a near-death experience is. You see this right here? What's that? It's this big old thing right here on my neck. Yeah. I've had my neck open at least three times. Wow. Three. The second time I almost died. What, a confrontation with Highlander? No, I was bleeding like a stuffed pig, like, hours after my surgery. I almost died that day. It, it, it just shook my mom up. That's a childhood memory. <laughs> Continue, bro. Anyway, a near-death experience is a profound personal experience associated with death or impending death, which researchers claim share similar characteristics. Um, when positive, such experiences may encompass a variety of sensations, including detachment from the body, feelings of levitation, total serenity, security, warmth, the experience of absolute dissolution, and the presence of a light. When negative, such experiences may include sensations of anguish and distress. Um... Yeah, so I can go to scientificamerican.com and the title is What Near-Death Experiences Reveal About the Brain. Okay, baby, what are you going to do? What are you doing? As I am about to do something violent to you. Oh, no, you're not. On, on screen. <coughs> you're going to oh. set your little box head down. Yeah, tell him shut up. Don't listen to your daddy. Your daddy's not going to protect you from me. I'm violent. Say shut up. Come here, come here. Let me talk to you. So, I can give you a few stories what people See have you said. After the podcast, nigga. <laughs> a few things people have said coming back from their death experiences. So, there's some little stories. So, guys, <clears throat> daddy ain't gonna be able to protect you. <laughs> this is Anita Mar Marjani. Cap All right, baby. She was diagnosed with lymphoma in 2002. In 2006, she fell into a coma from which she later awoke. She described what happened in her, I mean, what happened to her after she fell into the coma, though she was above her body. Mm. Um, she said it felt like she had a 360-degree peripheral vision of the whole area around, but not just in the room where her body was, but beyond the room. She said she met her father who passed away. Um, Hello, daughter. Yeah, he said. Daddy? That, oh man, don't make fun of the girl's story. I was making fun of. I was getting in my actoral mood. Ah, uh, that's not a word, is it? Hey, hey, hey! You didn't judge me. <laughs> but yeah, she met her father during the near-death experience and all that, and yeah, so that's one take. Then we have another one. Ah, uh, yes, baby. Sorry, you just felt bad. That would have been hysterical. Ah. Uh -huh. Okay. Bring your kids to work day, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is what happens. So, oh, oh no, y'all okay. put me in this room. 
with patient zero. Relax. All right, guys, that's all the time. So <laughs> this one, this one was 1981. Veronica Bartho. She was 22 when she was struck by lightning while she was driving. Um, she said she first had an out-of-body experience and saw herself sitting in a car holding the steering wheel with burned hands. After a journey through a tunnel, she said she stood in front of a gate that read, Welcome to Hell. Um, she was brought to a waiting room, and she could also see many people suffering in torment. She said, however, that she met Jesus while she was in hell. Okay. And he sent her back to her body. As she came back to the physical world, she kept screaming, I was dead and in hell, over and over again. That's that's not really an unfamiliar tale. I mean, that happens. Well, that's interesting. She met Jesus in hell. So that, well, that, that, they, they have stories about that before as well. I, I also had an experience kind of like that before when I was you went to hell? Back. No, I was, I was oh. getting like I, I've had so many experience with the other side. Tell us, nuts, no homo. You know, and and, and it was actually just one time I was being high, bro, and like there was this old, crusty-looking white lady. She was holding me down, and these other demonic-looking creatures, they was helping and they was hurting me and they was holding me down too and my my, my bed was like on the floor kind so of thing. So you was getting held down in your sleep and it hurt? Yes. Like <laughs> my, my chest kept felt like it was getting clogged oh. and I, like I, my eyes was... So this is some BDSM masochist Yo, thing? what is wrong with you? No, I'm sorry. That's helping you describe the scene. No, no. I don't, I don't need your help. Alright, sorry. Go ahead. So, like I was saying, goodness gracious. <laughs> so while that's going on, and my eyes are partially open. You sound like a rabbit over there. <laughs> I see my mom legit walk into the kitchen. And this is the bizarre part. I see my mom. I can tell you everything when my mom had on. She's walking to the kitchen. And I'm, I'm there. Mommy. I'm trying to call out to her. And, and these, these voices, there's this male-like, disgusting, demonic figure telling you, she's not coming to your rescue, kid. You might as well call this one done. You ain't getting away this time, and watch her walk back out the kitchen, walk back to her room, and I'm calling out to mommy, and, and nothing happens. So at this point in time, mom then gone, DJ over there. At this point, I didn't close my eyes and didn't give up. Screw it, <laughs> I am dying. Like, like I, I didn't give up. And by the time as I was been giving up, bro, I kid you not, I swear, put it on everything that I know. There's this voice that says call my name demons flee when I'm in the midst I did as soon as I started saying Jesus things started to like loosen up like I started feeling movement in my hands my fingers and the more I said it my body started to move and the pain in my chest started to go away and my heart started pumping again and when I like screaming one more time I bounced I, bumped, I was like <gasps> So I get up and I bust open the door of my mom, right? I'm like, mommy, why are you not me? I was talking to you. At the time, right, her and um her fiance at the time, rest in peace, Dr. Roberts, they were they were Bible studying at the time, and I was like, why you didn't come to me when I was calling you? She's like, Lana, what you talking about? I was calling you when you going to get you. I, I to this point ready to brawl at my old lady dog. She don't know, but <laughs> I was so upset. 
telling her she walk over me and they call her. My old lady looks me square in the face and she says, Lano, I have not left this room for the morning. Dr. Robert and I woke up not so long ago and we went straight into Bible study. And I'm sitting there, well, not sitting, I'm standing there in the door, stunned as hell, like jaw open wide. <laughs> because the exact same clothes, what she had on in that room was what she had on when she passed me and went to the kitchen. And when she came out the kitchen and went in the room, like, you couldn't tell me? My mom walking out the room, door open, door closed, go in the kitchen, come out the kitchen, go back in the room, door open, door closed. Same clothes, bro. Same clothing. I. Yeah. And she says she'd never left the room for the morning. Her and Dr. Robert just woke up. Oh. So, I'm looking stunned as hell. He looks at me, he assessed the situation. He grabs me and he sits me down and you know, they get some oil and they anoint me or whatever. I'm like, that didn't just happen. Tell me that didn't just happen. That ain't even one of the most bizarre things that's happened <laughs> on a spiritual level, to be honest. That's just one of the regulars. Tip of the iceberg. Well, we should have an episode for that, dedicated to that. We should. Uh, for the for the international people who don't know what HAG is, um, it's sleep paralysis, what Lana was talking about. Um... Hey, don't take out your pampas, buddy. Yeah, we're talking about sleep paralysis. Um, I have, well, you know, everybody should have experience with sleep paralysis. I personally, whenever I had it, I never called upon Jesus or anything. Um, I just learned to beat it by myself. Like, Well, might as well kill me now, nigga. I ain't afraid to go. <laughs> no, I just, I just said my mind, like, okay, move. And I just moved. It's going to end in a minute. <laughs> Trust me. Nah, I <laughs> about to do none of that, man. It was easy for me. So when I hear, I, and I never saw no old haggish woman sitting on my chest or demon sitting on my chest. I never experienced none of that. So I don't, I can't. You never saw no spiritual beings whatsoever in broad daylight either? Not during the sleep paralysis. Well, I've seen this stuff without sleep paralysis, bro. Yeah, I don't know. When my great grandmother died. I, I think I told the story before. Just like how that lady was screaming, bro. I went to the bathroom. You remember when I told you the story about the white man and the fat cat? You remember that? Nope. So, minds them get up, right? I'm in the sixth grade at this time. My great-grandmother just passed away. We're in a Lutheran. Now, keep this in mind. I've experienced a whole lot of supernatural stuff happening in Luther, bro. A whole lot. There's this white man sitting in the, in the kitchen. I mean, in, in the living room area. No lights on, and he's glowing up the whole room. <laughs> and he have on his tuxedo, bro. Silver from top to bottom, and I'm looking at him, right? And he stops, and he looks at me. I look at him. I got to be tripping. I go to the bathroom. I hang my whistle over the bowl, and, you know, I do what, what, what you said that God does in episode one. <laughs> I could never let that dead. So, you know, I'm... Wash my face, like, you go out there, you ain't seen nothing. So I go out there and I turn off the light. White man now shifts from where he was in the corner of the room to now to this seat here in the living room. No, 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 no. He's, he's over to the other end where my grandmother sleeps in her room. And there's this fat silver cat there. And the fat cat looks at me. And I look at the cat. And I look at the white man. The white man looks at me. I look at the fat cat. I'm like, yo, I gotta be tripping. So I go about to sleep. 
And then they tell my mom about it the next morning. It's safe to say that we left for Luther the very next day. <laughs> we might have just like you might have just, just no like no it, no bro. no Zai, come here. What you doing? Nothing. Did I not tell you that your father would not protect you from me, boy? Kratos. Yeah. So um yeah, scientist was basically saying about near death experiences, and I guess it could be ah uh, the same way he said with um. Sleep, sleep paralysis that you know they just um figments of your imagination and your brain makes everything up basically a lot of scientists um, ain't never experienced near death experiences yet well I don't, I, I don't know I'm not a scientist can't speak for scientists I'm just saying what they say yeah that's, that's what I'm saying a lot of them ain't never had it yet it's not right Zai what you want to say to the people bro I can't trust you to go out there by yourself, kid. I'm sorry. Uh, leave him in that corner. He'll be good. Play with himself. Go in the corner. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, have fun, buddy. <laughs> no. Yeah, see you twice. Sorry, guys, for this quick uh, commercial break. <laughs> commercial break. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, see you twice. Oh, man. Look at that. Take, take, take the truck. Take the truck. You want that? Take All the right. truck. <laughs> All right. See your book? Here's your book. Whoa. Oh, oh God. Oh, no. No. See your book. No, don't cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. We're not. We're not bad people. We're not bad people. <laughs> oh boy. Wait, 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 wait. So he ate, right? Yeah. No, no, no. This is good. This is healthy, ladies and gentlemen. When you see the, when you see the kid start crying after a full belly, only one thing remains. He gonna knock out. No, no. Talk and you put that kid to sleep. Now they gonna see your your your, your maiden father skills. As you can see, the father helps his child. The child is already cranky, so at this time, the father knows that the son is sleepy. He gives the child a card, but the child continues to make noise. Truck? Nigga, take this. Boy, right, I will. He, he can play with his card right now, and that's going to keep him occupied. All right, let's knock this part. Yeah, I said we got 10 more minutes. I should keep him distracted. Trying to know it's just because he's your son. Oh, no. It's going to be so much fun. Man, that's got a lot of mess to clean up. Yes, he did, huh? He made a lot of mess, right? Yeah. Oh, you laughing? You know what? <laughs> Kids, you ain't do a childhood memory in a long time. I think I already did two, so it's only fair that we do this one. In three, two, one. Kyo's childhood memories. So, uh, here's a childhood memory that I have. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a story of when I first my first alcoholic beverage intake. Um, oh no! So it's a certain I will never drink alcohol. It's a certain family member. I'm not gonna say who, um, so they don't get in trouble. As I, you do that one more time. Switching to another file while recording. I'm about I'm about to tie this kid up. I yeah, swear, bro. on my whole life, bro. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Give me the truck. Give me the truck. You don't see this truck no more. You don't see this truck no more. Bet. Yeah, it's Uncle Lano talking now. What's good? Go ahead. Don't even look there. Don't even look there. That's not for you. That's not for you. You're going to learn. 
Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes you got you got to get into that mode. You got to show these kids like, hey, cool it down. I'm gonna tear up your backside. All right, he seems to be docile, just looking around in curiosity. So let's continue, Lano, while he is calm. With your part, with your childhood memory. Yeah. So yeah, I was uh, my first time drinking alcohol. Won't uh, reveal the family member. You so. need to. No. It's only fair that you do. It's my grandmother. So, um... Which one? Uh, my mom's side. Oh! Ho, ho. <laughs> so, yeah, she, um... You know, we used to, we used to live in Camp Road. Just chilling out, you know. She came from the bar, got herself a nice drink. Uh, she met me in the road playing. She gave me the bear a nice cold click. And I sucked that click down. And, my God, that was the worst thing I ever tasted. Wow. Bears, wait, bro. Bears tasted so bad, but now I love it. So I, I gotta give thanks to my Grammy. She made me the bear lover that I am today. Um, no ladies, I don't have a bear stomach, bear belly, whatever you call it. All abs, ten packs. Why would that? Okay, Eric Cartman. <laughs> anyway, yeah, shout out Grams. Love the bear. So I gotta give my son a bear when he is um about two years old. Um, yeah. It's a little basic. If he had some brandy, if you, <laughs> you, light. look at me, Zai. If light. you had some brandy in your system right now, you'd be knocked out. We would not be having this conversation. Good parenting 101. Give kids bears. Our parents and grandparents and great grandparents been doing it, and we came out fine. Well, I came out fine. I'm not sure about you, but. There's yeah. nothing fine about you, Q. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. All right, so we're going to do. See? See, you see. I don't know if we did this segment before. If we did, it was probably one episode, but I can't remember. So I'm going to do a little rapid fire segment with you, Lotto. Oh, no, not these. So I'm going to. Oh, God. I'm going to say, like, names of people or names of something. And you can just give your honest opinion of them. them, All right? Rapid fire. This is not good. You ready? We can start in three, two, one. PlayStation. Great. Xbox. Sucks. Donald Trump. Awesome. Barack Obama. Yeah. Hillary Duff. I love you. <laughs> Are you with menace? Whoa. Whoa. That came out wrong. That came, that came out wrong. Wow. Oh, God. Let's edit that out. Let's delete that. Whoa. Let's delete that. Let's start over. Three, two, one. Children. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right now, uh, children causing uh, me uh, problems. Let's, let's cut that out again. Let's edit that out. We start again in three, two, one P Diddy, like one. Whoa! I ain't a nut. I ain't a nut. Ah, Usher. Canada. Great place. United Kingdom. Better place. Extraterrestrials. We are those. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Cats. Favorite animal. Dogs. Too loud. Anal sex. Bad genius. How the anus ain't for penis. Cocaine. Why? Transgender. Why? Homosexuals. Why? Okay, and that's it for the day. Good job. Good job. I don't ask him why would you <laughs> asking all those questions. All right, I don't know. Uh, shout out to Manuel Hutton, I guess. Um, now nah, you do me. You do me. Let's go. Um. Oh God. Favorite social media app. Instagram. Favorite person on Instagram? David Dobrik. Favorite person on David Dobrik? 
Hold on. Favorite person to David Dobrik. What? Favorite person to David Dobrik. What do you mean favorite person? Favorite person next to David Dobrik. Oh, on on the social media? Yeah. Ooh, uh, boy, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Next one. Women's crush. Women's crush? Women's crush. I have a lot. I can't even lie. I have a lot. Top five. Top five. Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay, here we go. Oh, I, oh my God. There's so much. I really... I, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not good at this. Next, next. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite song for 2020? Oh, my God. Oh, Tory Lanez. Yes, sir. Uh, I mean, I, it came out last year, but I just heard it. From it Chicks came out five. last year? Yeah, Chicks Take Five. All yes, right. sir. Tory Lanez. Hey, baby. Favorite Chris Brown moment? Favorite Chris Brown moment? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, Everything Chris Brown does, dancing on stage. Ah, amazing. Favorite wrestler? Oh, ship in the ocean. Ah, a freaking... Ah, boy, Brock Lesnar. Greatest wrestling move of all time. Greatest wrestling move of all time. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, uh, six, uh, F5. You failed. <laughs> you failed. It's actually the Stone Cold Stunner. Stone Cold Stunner, oh, baby. What do you want to do, huh? What do you want to do? <laughs> I got so much fun editing this. It's going to be so crazy. All right, 41 minutes. We're done. Um, we got two minutes to shut down. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm not going to tell you all follow us on social media anymore. So you see, all should know by now what to do. All of this right here. Well, yeah. Follow all that. Y'all, y'all should know what's going on. But we thank you all for the support. If you're just listening to us for the first time, continue listening. Yeah, man. Because we, we cool. We entertain them. We just drop knowledge, talk about serious issues. Yeah, and we don't care about PC culture. We don't care how you feel, sorry. Yeah, we can say the things that they don't want to say on TV. We can make fun of gay people. We can make fun of transgenders. We can make fun of black people, which we are. We can make fun of white people. We can make fun of Asians. Uh, do, a, do, a, do a Chinese voice. What you want? What you want for Christmas? <laughs> you take too long. Do Start do- Christmas. Do Donald Trump. Donald Trump. What do you want? What do you great children want? You beautiful black children. <laughs> you want a fire truck, my black friend? Triple H, Triple H, Triple H. Because I'm the game, Triple H. Sean Austin. <laughs> How did they do that voice and not cough? <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's just a glimpse, a taste of what we do here at Talk About It with Keys and Lines. Yeah. And look us up all over. You had a name, talk about it with Keys and Lines. Look us all over. Yeah. Look up for Keys. Look up for Lionel the Sage. You know what it is. Oh, That's man. where we at. All right. <laughs> now, this is the part where Lines actually starts to rap. Uh, you st- <laughs> that sounds familiar. <laughs> you think? I used to do that. Maybe I should do that right now. So, no. guys, this is the part of the nope. podcast where I rap. Nope. Oh, you're stylish, generic. Nope. My synthetic ah! made. I float like a.